We live another day, another live stream. Of course, we're live. People deluded. I'm back again. First things first, happy weekend to you lot. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, of course, good night, depending on where you lot are. As usual, appreciative of you lot tuning in. Any comments, any talking points, any questions, get them in. Because while I like going over the headlines and all of that jazz, you lot across Twitch and YouTube make the platform. Please make sure you're liking and subscribing on both platforms if you haven't already. You know, journey to 10,000 on Twitch. We're flirting with 50,000 on YouTube. Flirting, man. I think we got 49... 800 and some change, man. As I said, I'm proud of you lot, and I'm also proud of myself because the analytics were saying we weren't going to do that until February, March of next year. You know, even if I was pessimistic, you know, which some of you accuse me of, yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll get that before the end of 2022. And then once we get to 50,000, not that they're cancelling the channel or anything, but we start again, we have the mentality of zero, and then we, we scheme on 100. As usual, big up you lot. I hope you lot had a great week. I hope you and your loved ones are fit and healthy, and I hope you all enjoying your weekend. Shameless plug o'clock, people, but when we finish here, I thought, you know what, you know what, we have to all do what, without sounding condescending, because I don't like them things there, but we all need to do our bit to raise the profile of the women's game. And, you know, Arsenal could be breaking records. Allegedly, we've sold 50,000 tickets and there's still tickets available. That could be a WSL record. And it doesn't matter if it's under nines, women's, the senior get the senior men's game, youth academy. Anytime it's Arsenal versus Spurs, it's worth watching. So hopefully we can smack Spurs in, in it, really. Hopefully the women can lay a precursor to the, to the men um, in that, you know, we win this week, we win next week and all of those sort of things. So, yeah, I'm live at, what time is that? 120 10 minutes before kickoff we might as well watch it people i keep saying to you lot yeah man we need to watch the women's team especially when arsenal are streaming it or it's on tv which i believe it is on tv i don't know what arsenal are doing so yeah man we'll be there for that one people so yeah two bits of content i rate moretti as well i've seen a decent amount of him at youth level four for italy obviously if you're taking him in for juventus he's starting week in week out 
Uh, there's a lot he needs to improve on. I like his attitude. I like his technical ability. I like his ability to play between the lines. I think he's got a good engine. I think, you know, he's, them Italian players, they're quite fiery and passionate. And I think he's got all of that. Um, I do think he needs to develop to the next level. As you saw, I think he gave away a cheap penalty um, for Juventus recently. I think he needs to improve his consistency. And I'm having Moretti. Like I said, he's a, he's, he's a typical Arsenal midfielder. I take Vlahovic as well. For what it's worth, I think this is all BS. I do know Juventus, or we do see just by typing in online Juventus seem to be going through allegedly some financial difficulties but we know they're able they got dodgy accountants so maybe that's where it's coming from some of you may not want Vlahovic I can't see Arsenal spending 100 million on a somewhat sort of while in Moretti's case well both they're both young and things like that Moretti again is he necessarily that six or that ready-made eight right now potential to be that eight but is he ready right now I can't see us spending 110 million including on Vlahovic, especially as we just bought Gabriel Jesus and when we haven't addressed the midfield. But if there was anything, then yeah, I'd like it to happen. But the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Let me know you lot's thoughts, opinions and viewpoints, people. I don't really believe it. Um, you know, depending on what outlet you read, Thomas Partey isn't injured and he is injured. We'll have to see. Apparently Odegaard could be playing for Norway today. Tommy Asu's withdrawn. We're going to go through this in a bit, people. But yeah, Odegaard could be playing today. Apparently he's been passed as fit. Tommy Asu's withdrawn at Arsenal's request from the Japanese team and apparently Partey pulled out just before kickoff for Brazil, um, for Ghana versus Brazil as a precaution. Why he's there, I don't know. But, you know, as an Arsenal fan, you're always a bit pessimistic and hopefully all the players that are involved in the international break or just players in general can stay fit because if we've ever need, if Arsenal have ever needed players to stay fit, it's October to the end of the year, man. There's a stupid amount of games really and truly to play. We need everyone fit. You know, there's going to be suspensions very soon where Gabriel Jesus is concerned. It's probably naive to assume that he isn't going to, between Spurs, Liverpool or Leeds, pick up a yellow. So then Eddie probably starts and someone's going to have to fill Eddie's place on the bench. So we're moving into that territory where we need depth, people. So hopefully everybody's able to stay fit. If they can, it's another thing. 31 likes, great start. Let's keep moving, people. Shout the Twitch ones as well. Um, So yeah, man, Moretti's a baller, bro. Baller is an understatement. And big up yourself. A young Italian in, uh, youth international, he's starting to play week in, week out for Juventus. And, you know, you're just, I don't believe Ava player because he's just broken into the first team. You know, Italians typically don't leave their clubs. I mean, I'm having Vlahovic because I think we need another striker. But if Juventus really was your, similar to, we've been linked with Locatelli, if Juventus really is your dream and was your dream, are you going to give up on the first year? Really? Your first full season? Really? And especially where I don't, I'm not saying Allegri factors into anything, but you know, where Allegri's concerned, he might be gone. The next manager may not, it might be even worse under the new manager for you personally. It could be a lot better, really. So I don't really believe it. I'm very pessimistic on anything that comes out of Italy in relation to any player we're looking at, whether that's Torreira and Xhaka going to Italian clubs, whether that's Vlahovic, Locatelli, Milinkovic, Savic. Uh, you know, there's there's we there's so many. I'm even I'm losing count, people again. You lot are no different. It's we're already knowing it, so I don't know what to expect in that regards. But for, I'm having both of them. If you could shout out, Manny. Also, make sure to follow Deluded Guna for Deluded. You mean I don't know what you're saying there, Clement. But I think you're you're plugging my my socials. Deluded Guna zero four. Let's support the Arsenal women today by dropping in DG's live stream today by dropping a like or being in the chat or both. Let's get to 100 likes today on the stream. Big up to the Twitch gang for supporting DG. Continue to subscribe to DG on YouTube and Twitch. Appreciative of that. Criminal Blues, what are you saying? Do you see us holding a high line versus Spurs or Liverpool? 
yeah, but we've got to be a bit smarter, which we wasn't against against United. Obviously, you're playing that if you if you try and drop the line back and we still want to play how we're playing, there's going to be gaps. So we're always going to have that problem. Every team's always going to be susceptible on, on the on on the counter if you play a high line. But you've probably got to be a bit smarter if you get into a foot race with Anthony Rashford and whoever else was playing. You know, what do you think is going to happen against Harry Kane? Where Harry Kane on the counter attack, he's a good player, but he typically drops deep. Son is the is the decoy. I mean, he's the decoy. Son's gone on his bike. We've seen it happen to us. We've seen Son do that in the Premier League, even in his little 14 minute hat trick yesterday. Uh, well, I say yesterday, last week against Leicester. And now you've got Kulisevsky and potentially Richarlison. If you play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. So we're going to have to win our individual battles next week. As a Juventus fan, I can say Vlavic and Moretti are not going anywhere. I don't even think you have to be an Arsenal or Juventus fan. You know, the tabloids are just running away with it. It wouldn't make sense. For either part, it wouldn't even make sense for Juventus to sell either one. Definitely for Moretti, really, because he's probably the future. You know, they've got him, Riviera. There's a next mid young young midfielder. You know, they've got some ballers over there at Juventus. Two hundred more till the fifty k landmark soon land. I hear that. Don't bring Vlahovic here. Let him rot in Juventus. That was his choice. I hear that, and I understand if Arsenal fans got bad blood, but I'd say. You know, leave that to the little schoolboys and schoolgirls. You know, Vlahovic has no reason to want to sign for Arsenal over Juventus, really. You know, if he grew up a Juventus fan, if he wanted to stay in Italy, if Allegri's project was better, they might drop down into the Europa League, hopefully so. But, you know, they had a better, you know, there was many plus points to maybe come to the Premier League, but go there. You need to take your emotion out of it. Vlahovic don't owe no one anything. That's a young man from Serbia. It's a job. He wanted to stay at Juventus, do his thing, really. But I'm not going to say no to signing Vlahovic, even though I don't believe it, just because he rejected Arsenal first time round. You know, I know Arsenal fans, we like to, a lot of fans like to get in their feelings and that, but it's crazy. Juventus have been stinky for a hot minute. Thomas part-time, that's not nice. Serie A tax is horrible, then man can stay there. I mean, out of both of them, I'd rather Moretti, but I, I, yeah, man, I can't, dis, I can't disregard a Serie A tax, but yeah, man, it is what it is. What's good, DG and the nation? 50k. We into extra time soon, Lan. By God's grace, man. That weren't nice. Man called him Thomas part-time. That actually is not a nice comment, man. You're a bad guy for that one. So, yeah, man. It is what it is regarding that, people. We'll get into all of that soon. But, yeah, it's really you lot that I want to talk to, man. The gingerbread man is back, Uncle P. He never deserved that, man. Again, I mean, with part A, I'm not amazed if you play. I'm not amazed if you stay fit. It's, I'll be amazed if I can see you available for 10-plus games on the spin. And when the end of the season comes, you've played, I would say, 30, 25, 30 league games, really, or been available for them. As, whether you're able to do that, I don't know. And to be honest, Juventus are all, we're always linked with... Um, Juventus players and they always link with us. Did they were they not linked with Rob Holding and Gabriel over the summer? I don't buy any of these tabloids people. And again, I think it's just creative journalism. But for what it's worth, if it could happen, I'm having Vlahovic and and Moretti. I'd more want Moretti out of the two, really. Um, but yeah, Vlahovic could be a different option and that. He's having a bit of a stinker. I think he's only got a couple of goals from open play recently as well. One was a free kick, one was a pen, but the whole team is kind of playing shit. Forgive me for my language. So there's, you've got to kind of apply that. So I don't buy it, but boy, if you could get Morelli, Lock, Moretti, Locatelli and Vlahovic just based on tabloids, why not? But I'm a link of it, Savage, but this is costing stupid amounts, man, really. 
Vlahovic rumors back. No, I don't think anyone believes it at this time. You can't get if you get stung again, it's issues. No words for England last night. Absolute shambles. Shambolic. What do you expect? You play certain players, you do certain systems, it's gonna be shambolic. The goal from an Italian point of view was a thing of beauty. The marking all over is crazy. There was a segment in the game, Maguire under no pressure, pull it out for a corner. And I'm not even trying to get at Maguire beyond the obvious, but it kind of shows you how disillusioned it is, how disillusioned players look, and there's a lack of communication. Five, you know, five games, no win. This is the last international break. England are going to before the World Cup. England have to get it together. I don't even think they'll sack Southgate if he has a failure because what, last World Cup, he got semi-finals. You know, he got the Euros. They, forgive me if I'm wrong. Is it not Euros? Is there not a Euros next year or the year after? I don't know who would take the job, really. So it seems like Southgate's the perfect industry plant, really. Yeah, apparently, Charles Watts said it weren't serious relation to Pi. Apparently, it was pulled out for precaution. I hope so, man. 10k subs on Twitch soon, land end of the year. Hopefully, man. Vlahovic is in trouble. Vlahovic seems arrogant. I mean, where do we get the arrogance from? I can't lie. If anything, he seems humble. And if he is arrogant, every flipping good footballer in the world that has a degree of arrogance about them. Bloody Thierry Henry and Vieira. They were humble, but they were bloody arrogant. You need that healthy arrogance. To be honest, part of his age is catching up with him. Wait, I don't know. It all depends what the passport is saying, did it? Cause on Wikipedia it says 29. I don't know what your own party is what it is. I hear you, but even if we bring him, which is highly unlikely, we'd prefer Osman over him. Better link-up player, less selfish. But you're right, Vlavic would suit us too. What's England's best centre-back pairing? Not a clue, but Tomori's got to be in there. Why is Tommy Asu called back from Arsenal from called back by Arsenal from international? We'll get into it, but it looks like he just dropped as a precaution. He played in the first game, and I want to see all of that. You know, UT, the Odegaard, Partey, call off, man. You don't need to play in anything anymore. Especially those players coming from Spain and from South America. I wonder if the colder climate plays a role in some of these players getting injured. It probably is. Probably does, man. Everything probably does. 2024. So, yeah, that's the next year. So, Southgate could get clips. Yeah, they were fraudulent. Of course, they were Bandulu on the Southgate. But it's a results-driven business, isn't it? I can't. I don't think Southgate should have ever got the job. I don't think he should still have it. I don't know how, you know, in the last, let's say, pardon me, five years in exaggeration. But last two, three years. We're blessed with talents. I'm not saying everyone needs to get in the squad, but you've got Saka, you've got Rashford, you've got that mad youth before he did the mad thing. You know, you lost Musiala. Germany are saying, play, we're going to play you in the first team. You're telling Musiala do under-21s. You know, you've got some very, you've got Grealish, you've got, you've got all these, you know, Madison is not in the team. You've got all these, especially attacking players, these exciting players. And I'm not even criticising him for playing three at the back because three at the back is either offensive as or defensive as you make it, isn't it? He's just... It's meaty. He was a meaty player. He was a conservative player. He plays conservative football. I'm not even going to get him for picking favourites because you can't just pick a 20-man-plus squad on, on form. You can't just pick it on who you know. But it's meaty from Southgate, really. I like how he, I like how he speaks. I like how he... Uh, there's a lot to like about Southgate, but specifically tactics, management, and that, I don't believe in it. The wickedest thing is who gets the job because Potter would have been the man, but he's just gone Chelsea. Who gets it? And I'm not saying that as an excuse to keep Southgate in the role, guys. It's a madness. DJ, if West Ham won 80 million for Rice, would you pay that? Not for Arsenal. I mean, Rice is a good player, but 80 million. He's a very, right, Declan Rice, a very good player. But what am I getting for that 80 million apart from British tax? And we've kind of had, obviously, Ben White, I'm not criticising him. He's doing all right. But we already paid 50 million for Ben White off, off, off the back of one full Premier League season. You know, Declan Rice gets into our team. He's got a lot of strengths. I think he's better on the ball than people giving credit. He puts a shift in. English tax, you know. 
still not young but relatively young there's a lot to like about Declan Rice but when you start saying 80 plus million 100 and all them mad things what am I getting you know where you could you might find someone who's Irish or someone who's Brazilian or someone who's Somali or some of these players that might not carry that English tax that can do exactly what he does you know I'm not saying I'm not saying um Douglas Luiz is better or Rice is better but you know if you could get Declan I mean Douglas Luiz for 30 million 25 million and Declan Rice is there for 80 Wait, he's a good player, but 80 million, really? Good player, but for Arsenal at this moment in time, I, I think it's a bit of a myth, really. Yeah, there's English. I don't think he like... For 80 million, what am I getting? Like, what am I getting for 80 million? You put a shift in in midfield. Cool. You tackle. Cool. You do play decent passes, but I wouldn't say it's the champagne sort of stuff or things I've been accustomed to players players seeing at the Emirates. Completely off topic, people, but I couldn't sleep last night. I was up watching Sunderland versus uh, Man City in the League Cup final a few years ago. You know when they took the lead where Barini scored with the outside of his foot? Yaya Torre, I knew he was lit, but Yaya Torre was lit. The goal he scored in that game, crazy. Nasri was lit as well. DG Paqueta started for Brazil last night, but we didn't need him. I would take Paqueta. Southgate wasting England's golden age in Freaklish, Sancho. To be fair, Saka's playing. Sancho, Bellingham, Bellingham's playing. He just don't like ballers, bro. Look how long man had to fight for Grealish to get in there. He's a conservative guy. Why do you think he'll rather play Mason? No disrespect to Mason Mount. Why do you think he'd rather play Mason Mount than Grealish? He don't want risk. He wants fives and sixes out of ten. He's not going to bet on a player that might be poor or might be ten out of ten. You know, Southgate don't like wavy stuff. Good evening from Taiwan. People, hard pass on Vlahovic, by the way. Remember when he said he will not play Zaha as long as he's English coach, then he played Saka left mid? I don't know about that because I think surely before Southgate got that role, Zaha went back to play for Ivory Coast. I don't see Arsenal spending a lot on another striker, at least in Vlahovic price range. Same. I hear you. I'm with you on that one, without a doubt. Would take Moretti. Vlahovic is very unrealistic and I don't see why Juventus would let him go for such a promising player in Moretti. Sorry, I don't I don't see why Juventus would let go of such a promising player in Moretti. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But then again, football doesn't make sense, really. Daily Dusan rumours are back, man. My group chat was popping off last night. Those Maguire quotes. But the thing with Maguire, yeah... He doesn't help himself. How can a man say, oh, I think all the criticism is, is people just trying to get clicks? No, you're fucking shit, man. Like, I hear you. People probably are. But you're crap, bro. Like, you're actually behaving fraudulent. Would you sell Saka to Real Madrid for ransom? Every player's got a price range, innit? Why is Partey going to play Tuesday? Surely he should have pulled out the squad too. Not a clue, man. Declan Rice is not an upgrade on both Partey nor current Shaka. 80 million is, is, is mad. I mean, current is a very subjective term, but yeah. Southgate trying to accommodate Maguire in a back three isn't the answer. It isn't. And the thing with Maguire, you know, you can get down pause the sides of him. If you're playing a back three and you're going to be on the ball, yeah, you can protect him with certain, you know, Declan Rice ahead of him in midfield. Fairly athletic centre-backs or whatever to the left and right, especially if Kyle Walker's in a back three. But you know Maguire, once he gets exposed, it's long. Really, it's long for him. I the only reason I think Maguire is there is because him, Cody, a couple of these players, they've been called up to the camp before. They're probably good guys in and amongst the squad and things like that. Would take Moretti anyway, but Vlavic ain't happening at best. One play at best one player knowing Arsenal. We're not getting any. Eddie on 100 k a week won't be the first striker. 
Modric price will be double in Jan, I think, but a lot of clubs looking at him should have got him in the summer, probably. Jorginho's the only notable player, I think, of in recent years that's bypassed the Serie tactic. If I think about it, I think there might be more, really. But, boy, it is what it is, man. Shout out you lot, people. Is there anything else Arsenal-related before we get into what we need to get into? Don't forget, people, it's North London derby setting straight after this. I say straight after, slide cap. Ten minutes before kickoff, I'll be live for that, people. Let's make sure we've got all the news, mate. You can get three really good centre mids for the price of, of, of Rice. Jao Gomez from Flamengo, Danilo Palmares, Limstrong Frankfurt. I mean, Limstrong can play there, but he's not exactly a centre mid. You could get Telemans and Douglas Luiz. You could have got Fabian Luiz. Again, you would have needed Champions League. I like Declan Rice, but with all these English players, it's a madness. We had to pay a madness kind of for, for Ben White. United zang themselves with Maguire. 100 million for Jack Grealish. And then just about any other player. I've got no criticism so really of Declan Rice. I'm having him, but could you go and find a foreign player that does exactly what he does for much cheaper? I believe you can. Personally. I don't see... I know football... A long time ago, price tags went a long way from correlating with ability, but we've already held a Pepe L. Like, I'm not saying Declan would be like that, but it's, it's, it's a fee for a player that's not levels, man. Ben White and Stone should be starting at centre-back. By all means, let Ben White and I completely forgot about Stones, man. Harry Maguire went into the Euros after an eight-week injury and did not play one game and got into team of the tournament. The bro, I mean, you can't disagree with facts, but yeah, the guy really thinks he's lit, man. Paulinho from Fulham, think he's okay. Is Tommy Asu called back? Why aren't we going to call back Partey? I'm beginning to hate Partey now. He gets it. I mean, hate's a strong word. He gets injured on international duty and now Arsenal pay the price. It was a friendly, by the way, not important to play. I mean, to be fair, you say that, but he's gone in. Way before he ever played for Arsenal or Atletico or Almeria or whoever, he was a young man in Ghana. I can never criticise players for playing for their country, especially because it's the last camp before the World Cup. And it's that. Does it frustrate me as an Arsenal fan where Tini and Partey and to a degree Tommy Asu, they seem to pick up knocks, of course. But I can't begrudge a player. The golden generation, 3.0, you love to see it. Who will be the Arsenal lady starting 11 versus Spurs today? I don't know. You'd have to take that up with Arsenal, man. I think Stones and Tomori is better. I hear that man said Vlaovic. No, no. I'd get Reviella in. Yeah, he's doing all right. Didn't he play against Juventus the other day? Smash the like button, people. You little boy, ain't it? Serie R tax is mad. Look at Pogba. But we need Savage to replace Partey injured again. They're two very different players, though, classic Guno. You know, obviously, once I see Vlad, once you see Milinkovic, Savage, six foot plus, crazy haircut, Serbian, you, you think, you know, he's not that. He wants to play football. He's not a six. In my opinion, anyways. Yo, DG, much love to your channel. Keep up the hard work. Appreciate that, my dude. Remember when Neves was quoted for 40 million good times, DG? I'd rather pay 40 million for Neves than 80 million for, for Rice. At least there's some money left over. Maybe I can get an next midfielder. I'm not, you know, I'd rather, for that price, you could probably get that. You could, you could, if you stretch 80 million enough and you're frugal enough and you can pattern something, you could probably get. Douglas, Louise, and Neves for that price. I'm not saying De Declan Rice isn't better than both of them, but, you know, can they do a job? You might even, depending on how you finesse it, there might even be money for a Telemans or something. I don't know. 
Can we find a straight-up replacement for Partey? Find the player, what he brings for us. I like him, but he's injury-prone, but his influence on our game is so important. I'm with you. When Partey's there, he's lit. If you're not there, it's irrelevant. And again, you ain't got... For me, what scares me even more, if Partey, if there's any more of this, especially in October, as you as we could all see, Partey gives us another dimension. There's no point if you can only do it for eight eight games a season, in it. Then obviously El Nene, at you know, I I'd prefer Lokonga, for example, to get more minutes and things like that. Um, I'd prefer Lokonga to get more minutes and play and play a lot because he's going to be here for the future. But in our quest for top four. If El Nene and Lokonga are fit, I can't lie. I'm probably going to put El Nene ahead of him because I'm not saying El Nene doesn't play ahead of this, but, you know, El Nene is going to give you a five, sometimes more, but a five in a nice way. Worst comes to worst, a five or a six. And he's rarely switched on. You know what you're going to get. It's not going to be spectacular. It's not going to be terrible. Lokonga is still kind of feeling sorry for himself, still learning, you know, still second guessing, still a bit unswitched on. He might be 10 out of 10 one week, two out of 10 the other. And you can't really bet on that volatility when you're doing the youngster thing, of course, but on the immediate quest of doing better than we did last season over the 38 game calendar and getting top four, it's not going to help us. We all know to a degree when you're doing this youngster thing, you sign up for certain, certain mistakes and what not happening. So we'll have to see, man. What are you telling me, people? Hope everyone's blessed. Big up DG hustling through the international break. Come on. The only other exact party replacement is De Young. I wouldn't say exact. Him and party are nothing alike, but I, I, hear, I hear the angle. You know, De Young gets around. If party isn't in the squad, I, I can't lie. Rather than putting Lokonga, if we're playing Spurs tomorrow, which is next week, not that I don't want Lokonga to play and I wouldn't support him, but if we ain't got another six, you might as well do something with Odegaard, with Fabio Vieira, with Zinchenko. You might as well just commit to playing Vengable, really, because it's a bit of a myth. Savage ain't a six. He wants to play football. For 80 million, you can get two competent ballers if, you, if you're smart in the market. And that's the word I'm looking for, competent. You know, again, especially a team like Arsenal, everyone can, everyone in the Prem's got money. Everyone can kind of. No way Partey is lasting for the whole of October. We need Jan Quick. I like Neves too. I take Neves over Declan Rice any day and twice on a Sunday. I don't see how Southgate can pick Maguire for the World Cup on form because he's been crap all year and he's not even playing for United because that's his guy, isn't it? Pardon me. So that's what he's doing. Where was that? I saw a mad comment still. Where is that? Someone said they take Mitrovic over Vlahovic. I can't, I can't, I can't back that one there, but I think you know you're capping. Competent, confident and consistent. Get me that and I'm happy. I had a free season. Remember when I used to say that? Crazy. De Young ain't like party. That's a whole misprofile. Trust me, I didn't get that one at all. Where is that? Not going to lie, I'm low-key looking forward to the Ladies' World Cup. Dermot, when is that? Where is that? I saw a comment. Oh, yeah, I'd take Mitrovic over Vlahovic if Fulham sells him. I mean, if they if Vlahovic is for sale, which I don't believe he is, then I'd rather him. I like Mitrovic. He could be used in the squad. He's a, he's a see you next Tuesday in a nice way, but that's a myth. Vlahovic or Jesus, bro. I'm going with Jesus because he played for us. Shouldn't have let go of, of Gwendozi. Shouldn't have, mate, but... Psh, Whatever, you all know my feelings on him. You know, I would have loved for him to stay. Clearly, that one was more than a football decision, isn't it? If it was just on football, I think Windows is still here. But, you know, it is what it is. And my problem is not anybody staying or, or joining the club or anybody leaving. It's what are we left with? You know, it's all fun and games letting players leave. Where are the options? Because especially in midfield this season, we knew that this was a risk. I'd say the only thing that shocked me is El Nene getting injured. But in general, you any player can get injured at any time. 
I'd say that's the only thing that shocked me. You knew Partey was getting injured. You all knew it. I knew it. You knew it. You knew. You knew it. Like, and we know we're not over it yet. I'm not even trying to be pessimistic. Like, we keep seeing the same movie. So I would have loved for us to do what we kind of did now, or got with Zinchenko and Ben White playing left and right. Um, in that you know Tommy Asu and Tini, they've got injury issues, but if they're not there, things can be done. I can't see us signing anyone in January. We might be in problems. Zinchenko to play six. I don't know, but I think we might have to just change up the um the little midfield role. If I'm honest with you. Because Lukonga can't Lukonga right now is not mentally prepared to be deployed as a lone six. I'm not putting him ahead of Xhaka right now as an eight. I'd rather Odegaard play there. I'd rather Fabio Vieira play there. I'd rather Zinchenko or if Xhaka sign up to Xhaka all playing those roles before he plays. To be honest, Mitrovic, even that, he's gonna cost unless Fulham go down, he's gonna cost something, really. Where would Gwendozi play in the system? He doesn't have the defensive positioning to play as a six. Again, you'd have to somewhat change the role. You got to remember, you know, Arteta did used to play him, and he changed, and then he obviously couldn't behave himself. So you just have to change the system, really. You know, when Tierney plays inverted fullback, it's going to be slightly different, and there's going to be times, really. I don't think I think the the framework is there. There's something if you pre Arteta's games, he changes up things. I think Gwendozi could have played if Lukonga can start. Or play Gwendozi could definitely play. There's no way in God's green earth. I know Lukonga isn't playing week in, week out, but there's no way in God's green earth man can make a case for Lukonga to play as an eight or whatever and not Gwendozi, really and truly, if I'm honest with you. Again, kind of what I was alluding to if something happens to party long term, you just got to kind of change up how we're playing in the midfield because obviously we have to be spot on defensively. El Nene's kind of switched on when he plays. Partey, that's your primary job. Jacquard kind of does that. If something happens, what's the point trying to keep doing that if you haven't got the personnel? We might as well play to their strengths to a somewhat degree. Of course, but the man's in the squad. You know, if you're in that squad, you might play one game a season. You might play 20 plus, really. If you can bring on Lukonga at Old Trafford, you if you can... Did he even come on? No, if you can start Lukonga at Old Trafford, you can start Grindosi. Grindosi could be part of your squad and I like Lukonga. I don't like how fans do this fighting each other thing, but yeah, man. There's no chance we beat Spurs with Lukonga at defensive mid. Gwendozi would play the, the eight role. I think he'd play on the right-hand side as well in the box. Like I said, if Lukonga's in that squad, Gwendozi can as well. There's, for me, there's no debate in that. Is there... Uh, why's your call? The man said Sambi is one of those fringe players on FM. I shot at him immediately. Is there a real chance of us getting Telemans in January? Because I think Edu is looking to take him for free instead of 20, 30 million in Jan. Honestly, I don't know, man, because they might even sell him for less abroad. They might sell him for exactly that. They might sell him to us for cheaper. Or we might ask, we might say, we want to get you for free. DG, what's happening to Aziz? Would have thought to see him breaking the first team a little bit more by now. It's difficult, especially if you're an Arsenal midfielder. And I tried to tell you, look, Aziz is good, but he's not ready right now. I mean, he played yesterday. I've done my loan report, so that bit won't be included, but he played I think at 80 on minutes for IB for a bit like Lukonga, he kind of does things at one pace. And I think what's going against all of them, you know, at Arsenal, you have a chance of busting through if you're a centre mid. But look at what's ahead of you right now. We're talking about bringing in, in my ideal world, I'd bring in three midfielders. Some of you would settle for two. We definitely hope one happens in January. So there's one midfielder. You've got Fabio Vieira, Zinchenko, Smithrow, Odegaard, guys that if need be could be played as eights. Currently, whether you believe in it or not, Lokonga's there, a Belgium international, one cap wonder, I believe, but he's there. El Nene, an Egyptian international, Partey, a Ghanaian international. Granite Xhaka is playing week in, week out. So that probably goes against everyone. Is Xhaka there, Odegaard there? So you're not going to get significant minutes, really and truly, are you? So you need to keep it moving. 
I think it's time to get Zinchenko in that midfield, to be honest. We need to adapt now with what we have. System needs changing. Partey's absence, if it really is an absence. Play Ben White, CDM, and play Tommy Asu centre. Right back. Ugh. Three midfielders. That's what I was saying for my team as well, DG. I sympathise with you. Would you take Eze from Palace? Just because I like him, yeah. But if you're asking like who we need to sign right now, probably not. I know Zinchenko is a natural 10, but he's been playing left-back enough for time. Surely he's got enough defensive awareness to deputise as a defensive mid. I wouldn't say necessarily a defensive mid, but you could definitely put a shift in in midfield. I want to see at some point Zinchenko in midfield, really, as much as you're going to do this left-back thing and all of this. Because what I do like with some of these players, when players actually can play multiple roles, actually play there, by all means, let them. In recent years, we've shoehorned a lot of players that are wingers, can barely play up front, on you know, can barely play on the right, so we slap them up front and all of these things. I'd play 3-4-3 three, three with Xhaka and Saka as the two eights. I mean, Xhaka, Saka has played in midfield under Mikel Arteta, but I don't know about that against Spurs. If anything, just keep it basic, 3-5-2 and then things there. Ben White as a DM, nah, not seeing that. To be fair, if we're down to our bare bones, we could do a lot worse, but yeah, I'm not really trying to hear that if I'm completely honest with you. Have you been have you watched Matt Smith? He's been training with the first team all season. He's a decent player. If I was Matt Smith, you probably got a cut, probably should cut, you know. But at the end of the day, you're travelling with Arsenal's first team. You might be able to benefit from now to the end of the season and get some minutes or at least till Jan because you're one of the only midfield bodies. But, you know, Ethan, young Ethan, 15-year-old, came off the bench ahead of you. What have you done? You're traveling, you're part of the first team technically, it's great. But in terms of in terms of your development, and it's easy for me to say, I don't know what Mikel Arteta has or hasn't told Matt Smith. And you know, you've been here for years, you should want to make it here. But if I was your advisor or your dad or your brother or any loved one, well, I would have left Arsenal. I think you know you need to minutes of currency, you need to without sounding not sensitive, without sounding um, you know, kind of harsh, you need to grow up, get out of this now and go and play, realize the dream at Arsenal's over. And I want to be wrong, I want to see him make make it here. You know, he's got a little bit of experience, been on a couple of loans, you know, puts a shift in. Decent technically. Don't think he's he's quite the bread and butter that Arsenal need. But end of the day, you're going to need all the bodies and you never know what could happen if you take your chances, if presented with them. Zinchenko, six, if Partey is out. I don't want Vlahovic, like they're saying, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. I mean, in football, that's a, there's, there's, there's an issue there, really. You need to always want to expand your squad and develop your team. So I do think we could do, do with another striker. Just like, again, Vlavic isn't signing, but we all know until game week 19, the next time Jesus gets a yellow, it's over, really. He has to have a one-game ban. You know, I don't know if, it, God forbid, if Jesus got injured or lost of form, you need other options. And if Vlavic or anyone else was there, could do a thing. They should buy Weigl from Benfica. He could play a six like Busquets. Seems like his thing is done. Ben White, defensive mid, he has good distribution centrally. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to have to be able to play football in that part. Not for me. I can see the angle, but yeah. Zinchenko would get bullied at six. Good in possession today. Good good in possession, though. I mean, could be said for the whole squad. You're right. And this is why I said if if the, if party was out, then we just have to kind of change how we're playing and commit to Zinchenko, Fabio Vieira, Odegaard, all of these technical ballers champs because they can't do the El Nene party to a degree, Xhaka thing, getting about. They can put a shift in and they try, and they obviously try to throw themselves about physically, but without in a nice way, they're soft. So we might as well do the Venga ball team. If you could, you know, if you could play to a high level doing the Wenger booting or play an even lower standard, obviously can, trying to persist with what we're doing, what would you what would you bet on? 
I honestly can't be asked with party party. We need a right a centre mid regardless. Ben White is not press press resistant enough to play in midfield. Is he switched on defensively enough? I mean, based on a couple of things at right back, yeah. But when I think of Ben White, I don't necessarily think of defending as as the first sort of strengths. Turner was decent last night against Japan. Made some decent saves. Goals conceded weren't his fault. What do you think about Nelson? I like him. Excited to see him in the Euro League. I mean, I would love for Nelson to finally get a clean run and make a name for himself. But it probably looks like this it should be your last season. You probably need to, like Ainsley, go elsewhere, kind of close the chapter on the Arsenal book and look to, you know, develop yourself in the senior game. Facts, Wenger ball height, bet, play bare eights and tens in midfield. And that's it, man, Carl. We're not going to be able to be switched on. Instead of Jasper Lindstrom, we should, we should buy Miguel Elise. He's got no reason to want to leave Palace, really. I'm, I'm having him, but yeah, he's got no real reason to want to leave. 97 likes, people. We should be over 100. If you haven't hit the like button, shame on you. Unexpected high bills are due. Yes, plays in Chenko and midfield quality on the ball. Maybe just go to a back three, man. Just go to some sort of back three. Get more bodies in the midfield. The fullbacks go and congest. Gives us more difficult to break down because against Spurs, they're a good counter-attacking team. Don't be open and susceptible beyond more beyond the obvious to the counter, would be for me. But we've seen at times that is easier said than done. So, I don't know, man. Is Ainsley Maitland-Niles out on loan? Yeah, he's at Southampton. He's played 17 minutes so far. The last Premier League game before the international break, he weren't in the squad. And House and Hotel said he needs to improve off the ball quite a lot. So, it's peak, man. What about a double pivot? I'm here for it, but who is the double pivot, bro? Who is the double pivot? At least if you've got a back three, and let's just say Zinchenko's playing left back and you've got Tommy Asu, at least they're going to go and be quite narrow. I don't know if it'd be 3-5-2, three, 3-4-3, three, three, but you might as well just get bodies there, really, then. Essentially. Yeah, back. Wing backs free across the middle, play the half block, use Eddie and Jesus on the break. That's even the thing. I'd probably go Martinelli and Jesus, to be fair. Because if you go with Eddie and Jesus, but to be fair, you, you need firepower off the bench. If it was that, I'd probably go Martinelli and, and Martinelli and Jesus, to be fair with you. Odegaard's still got to be in there. you got to find some way of station in Saka. That's the thing. If you switch to a back three, someone's got to miss out. Are we going to see the Wenger ball 07 08 again when we get the players? Ben White understands what the centre-backs have to do to deal with at the back. So at DM, he could be useful. He could, but it's a completely different role, really. And even as a centre-back, really, I don't think he's the most switched on defensively. I think he's a lot he's a lot better in defence than people give him credit for. He puts in his shift. But when I think of Ben White, I think, if someone said your strengths, the first thing I think of is you're, you carry the ball out from the back well. Your distribution is quite good. You've got a decent passing range. I do think you're, you're, you know, you're more on defending than people give you credit for. I do think, you know, you you track run. I do think at times he's, he he does little brain farts where he tries to bring the ball out from the back and gets caught. Defensively, I think he's a bit, you know, he doesn't look like an ugly defender, but he puts his shift in. This season, he's played well in quite a lot of the good big defensive tests. But when I think of Ben White, I don't think of defending first. When I think of Gabriel, I do think of that. When I think of Saliba, I do think of that. When I think of Tomiyasu and Tini, I do think of that. I don't necessarily think that, not that they can't do it for Ben White or Zinchenko. And it could, Ben White could play in midfield. And again, it's not the worst of options for Arsenal. It's all about, again, you can't switch off in midfield. And I do think there's times Ben White does switch off. 
Eddie is faster than Martinelli. It's not about being faster. It's about it's about how you're consistent pressing. It's about the channels. It's about the link-up play. It's about, you know, what he offers. I don't think you could... I think if I'm going 3-5-2, I'm going with that. I think Eddie would be my secret weapon off the bench. DG, out of all the players that would be available to transfer, who's your party replacement? Might be unrealistic, but I want De Jong. I'd love De Jong, but I don't know, my guy. I really don't know. It's got to the point I can't even think, man. Eddie just needs to make things happen. The only reason why I'm not with Eddie with Zinchenko as a sixer is because of physicality, but it shouldn't be much of an issue. I think we are going in for Douglas, Louise, and Telemans on pre-contracts in Jan to bring them in the summer. That's great, but what are we going to do from now to the end of the season? I mean, it looks like Danilo's having a bit of a stinker this season for Palmeiras, and he looks a bit, he looks like he's got talent, but he looks quite raw across certain aspects. So there's a lot to work on with the lad. Zinni on the left of a midfield three, yeah, that can run, but as a lone six, no, that's a car crash waiting to happen. I think you'd have to give up on the lone six if party's gone. It's or, or you make Xhaka do that. And again, we've seen that has mixed success to put it nicely. Vlahovic under Arteta will be a golden boot winner. Let's just, you know, can we make Jesus a golden boot winner? Okay, golden boot contender first before we start saying all that. I don't know. Shall you look though? I hope Arteta switches up for the North London derby because Conte is definitely going to have a plan to deal with us. Is there a possibility to play Ben White in midfield? What are the chances that this Danilo guy would be signed? Don't know what the chances are of signing Danilo. And there's always an opportunity to play Ben White in midfield. Arteta isn't scared to display his, play, his players' versatility. Sometimes he does it at wrong times. Like, he played Lokonga as a lone six. And do you remember we had rotating eights of Odegaard and Smith-Rowe against Brighton at home when Graham Potter was there last year? I like the fact that he tried that. I even like the fact that the players did it, but it didn't bang that time. So he's shown that, you know, he doesn't hide... He doesn't hide away from talking about Fabio Vieira's uh, adaptabilities in Chenko's, Granite Xhaka's, Tommy Yasu's, uh, Ben White's, Jesus, Eddie and Ken. And when you've got players that could actually do it, why not, man? Arsenal need a smart striker that's not going to complain about the bench like Pacquiao, Cantero, or Cardi. Nah, I don't know about that, Demandir. Rob still, I don't know about signing Demandir on them wages there. Icardi, have you not seen the dramas with Meza Ozil, William, Guendozi, and things? Icardi, well, they'd have to renew a second season, maybe even five seasons of all or nothing with him and his wife. It would be crazy, bro. Him and Arteta will end up fighting first first training session. Have you not? Where where have you been? Where have you been in the last couple of? Ah, I did that. My man said Icardi, respectfully. To know from me, bro, big homie. Sorry, folks, making a timestamp. general thoughts shout out to you lot don't forget people after this we might as well watch arsenal ladies they're playing tottenham hopshite white played dm for leeds was it in a three or a four which is an attacking side so i'm sure he has some level of emphasis on being quick and sharp on the ball but still risky i mean with all this talk about ben white in midfield the problem isn't him on the ball ben white can ben white is the modern day center back in terms of wanting to play how switched on are you defensively is the thing. And you've heard Arteta speak about the physical demands reverting back to right back as had on Ben White. What's the midfield going to do? I'm not sure. Listen, everyone's allowed to say, I don't know for Icardi though. That's a FIFA thing, man. There's no way Icardi would not thrive at Arsenal. Arsenal can't sign players in the Prem on three deals in January. It can only be done in the summer. 
yeah, but you can agree indirectly, whether you're English or not, you can agree the, the move to happen. You can come out and officially announce him going abroad, but you can indirectly agree. So I, th I didn't say that. I, I assume that's in relation to the comment I brought up and they didn't say that either. I'd love to see Jesus as a serious golden boot contender, but he assists goes on the wing and much more than just scores. So I'm not sure you're saying there, my, my guy. But I hear you. For me, I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think we're creating enough for Gabriel Jesus. I love to see that Gabriel Jesus is up there for a lot of creative metrics. He's getting goals and assists. But for me, he's having to work too hard to score goals. And that's been the case of Eddie last season, Lacazette and Aubameyang last couple of years at Arsenal. There's not enough clear-cut chances for, for Jesus. You saw it against Aston Villa, not Aston Villa, you saw it against... Uh, Crystal Palace, he won an amazing run. You know, you saw his great finish against Leicester, but we're not, we need to be laying some tappings for him, people. I don't think we're doing that. I want my striker to be spoiled for choice. I don't think we're doing that. As much as he drops deep, pulls out to the channels, I do see a lot of the time he's, look, Old Trafford, he was getting frustrated. He was in good little battles here and there with Lissandro Martinez, like Saka and Melanza, but, you know, he was frustrated. Do you remember that lovely pass he played when Eddie and Ketia came off the bench? When strikers do that, they're frustrated. Vlavic could offer us something different. We should sell Partey, in my opinion. I've had enough of this done. We're not going to recoup 45 million, and who are we going to bring in? Ben White wouldn't work in defensive mid. I know he did it for Leeds, but there is Sambi who can play there rather have White at right back or centre back. I cannot even lie. If it's the lone six out of Sambi Lokongo right now and Ben White, I'd probably lean to, uh, today if it was done to someone puts a gun to my head. DG, you need to get three points. One of them has to play in midfield. I'll probably lean towards Ben White because he looks like the mentality is better. For me, Lokonga still looks like a duck out of water, still looks like two degrees feeling sorry for himself and woe is me. And I think he's very reactive. There's a lot of things to like about Lokonga. Whether he's going to make it Arsenal long-term is down to him. I do like how he plays. I do think there could be a role for him. But the biggest strength, a bit like Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I think is his weakness. He does things at one pace. If you're not a certain calibre, you can't do in that. And I don't think he smells danger enough. And I think anytime there's a midfielder, and you're playing blinking and you're not looking left and right and you're kind of like a deer in the headlights, you're in problems. Jesus, he, I don't know what you're saying, Classic Luna, man. Can we please make sure we're checking our sentences before we're sending things? Jesus is what he is, DG, a press maestro. That's great, but you still need to score goals. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, Ramsdale can be as good as he wants with the ball at his feet. He still needs to be able to save. Centre-backs can be as good as playing passes. You still got to defend. Then what, Jesus, we know he's the best defensive striker in the, in the world, as Pep said. you still got to score goals. We needed to buy a goal scorer. Hopefully, Jesus is that. I love the fact that Jesus affects the game without necessarily scoring, but we need goals, mate. Are we going to keep praising man for working hard? And again, if we want our strikers to score goals, create some bloody chances. DG, what's your opinion on Pepe? Because for me, he didn't get a fair opportunity. Ah, I think he was done unfairly at times, but I don't think anyone's right. I do think he, he was kind of done dirty. I don't think he did himself any any favours as well. I do think he could have been utilised more, but yeah, man, it's a myth now. Lukonga has good technique and passing, but he's not a six. He's too casual mentally. And that's it. Like, he's got the raw components, but it's about being switched on. Football's a mental game, way more mental than people give it credit for. So, yeah, man. 
Tomiyasu is Arsenal's best defender. I stand by that. I've said that before. I feel in the aspect of defending, Tomiyasu has a claim to be the best defender. Tierney the same, potentially Saliba. On the aspect, you add for Gabriel in there, on the aspect of what a defender needs to do. Nail on the head, DG needs lots more chances. Bro, it should, I'm not being funny. We're Arsenal Football Club, you know. Strikers should be spoiled for a choice. How many clear-cut chances do you see for Jesus? I'm not talking about when he's doing the mad Brazilian skills and fashioning a little shot for himself. How many chances do you see created, clear-cut chances do you see created for Jesus for all his pulling out wide and all of these things? I like Sambi, but, you know, the biggest thing Sambi Lokonga could do for me is improve off the ball. And it takes time. It is difficult and things like that. But he's going to have to. And that's where I need him to improve significantly because to a degree, Arsenal got to know when to nip things in the bud. Sambi's turning 23 now. It's not like you're a little chicken in this thing. You came to Arsenal, captain in Anderlecht. Fair enough, Belgium to Prem is a big jump, but you was a captain at Anderlecht from time to time. You had 70-odd appearances for Anderlecht. I'm not asking you to be a world star, but that's a fairly decent grounding. We create chances, less of that. Again, how many clear-cut chances do you see created for Gabriel Jesus? I wish there was a... There probably is a way. How many? How many clear-cut chances a game do you see created for Gabriel Jesus? Please listen to exactly what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking you. How many do you see created for Gabriel Jesus? Gabriel Jesus is up there for chances created. Testament to them, to him. How many chances did you see him create clear-cut ones against Palace? Or against United? Or even though he scored against Brentford? The one he got, he did. He put it home. How many? Arteta, go, please answer. I'm only, that's all I'm asking. How many clear cut chances? Because I've been saying this for a hot minute. I said this from the summer. The striker that arrives here needs chances. This is not just a, a, a thing isolated to Gabriel Jesus. When Lacazette was here, for all of Lacazette's issues, he couldn't even get in the box. There was no chances being created for him, you know. Hey, shut up, John. There was none for him towards the Bamian's end. There was none for him when Eddie had his, Eddie was scoring, but how many was there for him? How many? How many vivid memories can you have of clear-cut chances of for Gabriel Jesus? And again, you look at Gabriel Jesus' goals in the Premier League, the majority of them, in fact, I don't think he scored from outside the area. So if you buy a striker and you look at where his goals have been scored and the heat map around them, if he's a service-reliant striker for all his great general playing assets, all his goals come in the box, you have to create. Impossible to say, but statistically, we have second most big chances missed in the league. That's great. Again, I ask specifically about Gabriel Jesus. If it's impossible to answer that specifically, then you can't knock what I'm saying. So it's not making sense now, is it? Again, how many? One game, if that. And again, the one chance he scored, he had, you know, there was the lovely pass from Ramsdale, but how many? We played seven or so Premier League games. How many? Is there a way of checking that? How many statistic chances have been have been there for him? Got some decent ones. I'm actually trying to find this out, you know. There's got to be a metric with this. You know, we played eight, we played seven, eight Premier League games. 
Yeah, and bearing in mind they're all 90 minutes. If you just want to go off big chance misses with missed, which I don't think is a, is is a, is actually what I'm asking or seeking, he's had four chances missed. Four chances across seven 90 minute matches, if that is true. And don't get it twisted, he's got three four goals, three assists, he's doing his thing, but the devil's in the details. There's got to be a way of sharing of looking at this. You give the man more service, he'll score more goals, and ultimately he'll score more than what's his what's his total in the Premier League at 15. That's the highest he's ever bagged. As much as I like Jesus, and one thing I like about Jesus is he can affect the game without doing that, but the man's got to score goals. You know, if we want top four, goals was an issue for us last season. Mikel Arteta himself said last season we need to aspire to be a team that gets 90 to 100 goals. Are we closer to getting that? We're moving in the right direction, but we need our striker. I didn't say he hasn't been, he hasn't started good. I haven't said that Jesus isn't doing his thing. I asked how many chances. Jesus makes more big chances for him by, by himself than someone assisting for him. Jesus, not enough. Honestly, we honest. Jesus, not enough. Honestly, wish we sorted the midfield. Honestly, I think we did as well. I, I wish we did as well, but it is what it is. Pat Sendaka looks all right, but yeah, he's good at Leicester, man. Sambi is too safe. He needs to go for risky passes, but I think he needs more playing time to develop those kind of things. Mentality, man. I think when it once he's, it's not that his mentality is not there. He just feels a bit sorry for himself. Things can happen for him. But we need to, for me, I need to see, he needs to make some progress. And again, you want to see him get minutes, but you're going you're gonna to have to earn it, man. Expected goals is 4.2. Only Haaland, Kane and Mitrovic have a high XG. I suppose XG is a, is a chance. No, it's not because how do they qualify ex expected goals? How do they qualify? Go and look at how they qualify what expected goals were. Go and look at Jesus's heat map. Go and look at how many passes are played to Jesus in the box. I can I can remember a couple, you know. I remember Ramsdale off the break. Was that against Leicester? He didn't, you know. And if you want to go off the Leicester game, that needs to be the minimum. That's the only game you lot are sitting here and telling me we've created for our, our, our new striker. Abundance of chances. Anywho. When an Englishman wins the Prem, since it's been the Prem, I'll start listening. Otherwise, Scots have better advice, just saying. I, I don't know what that means to me, but all right, my guy. Don't know. Sambi needs that lone spur in Marseille cover, midfield, midfield cover needed. I hear that. Part of his situation was precautionary, but he should be withdrawn from Ghana immediately. It's techie, man. It's techie. It's techie. It's very, very techie. Would have to see, man. Shit. Doesn't seem like there's anything else there. I don't know, man. What are we faulting Sambi for? Though I think we're talking solely about Sambi. I think every you're right. I agree with you. We was naive from Mikel Arteta to 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 the boys out there. We was very naive against Man United. Very naive, man to a man. 
our fullbacks, specifically Zinchenko against uh, Anthony, because that goal was coming. Midfield, we was all over the place. There was too many gaps between both our centre halves, both the fullbacks on with the centre halves on either side. We was naive, and that's been our issue, people. Would you play Xhaka at DM against Spurs? I wouldn't say defensive mid. Got to be a bit switched on defensively a bit more, but yeah, man. Long-term, Lukonga could do it, but this is, you know, you're not going to get to be that player that can play as an eight or a six overnight, innit? You're going to have to develop it. DG, what's your opinion on Ben White in the fan base? He could... I don't know what you're saying there. He's 50... DG, what's your opinion on Ben White in the fan base? He could... 50-50 opinion. In my opinion, I've been very impressed with him. Very comfortable on the ball. And in defence, he's always in the right position. I like Ben White. You know, I like Ben White. I don't think he's amazing. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's doing his thing, really. You know, showing your versatility. You're doing all right. And as I said with Ben White, we bought you for 50 million off the back of one Premier League season. Yeah, you did get experience. The most you can do is just play well. People don't care about the price tag. I'm happy with Ben White still, obviously. Like, I don't think... He, did, he was getting a bit of hate. He has made mistakes, but I like Ben White. And we've got, got good problems. He can play at centre-back, play at right-back. Tommy Asu the same. Everyone's on their toes, really. Do you think that one area of Arteta's coaching he needs to improve? He never really shown he can get... He can get feeder striker chances. I suppose so. I wouldn't say everything else was fine, but we wouldn't have conceded three goals. Ben White 8 is so forced. Who is our long-term defensive mid? When you find him, let me know. Sambi doesn't put a foot wrong, but Sam, but Saka will do 50 things right, then 49 mistakes will come through the right-hand side. I don't know what you're saying there, man. Really don't know what you're saying there. Tommy Asu can play anywhere across the back four. That's why I rate him so highly, so so good. I hear that. We need to replace part A. I've had it with his injuries. Our wingers don't have the final third qualities, which causes problems for creating chances for for Jesus. That's where they gotta fix it. I wouldn't say that, but I hear it. Nobody realised that part is always injured when big games turn up, when the big game pop up. Bit, bit harsh, you know. You've seen him boss Spurs, boss United at their place. You know, he's been part of it. Bit harsh. DG, you impressed with Tommy Asu? Yeah. It's not hard to be, you know, really, because the bar was kind of on the floor for all of these players. But yeah, man. DG, I can't lie. Arteta was a midfielder. One would think that would be the first he would have patterned up first amen i agree i agree you man needed a destroyer midfield against you i just needed to be a bit switched on you know just needed to be switched on trust no nah, but that's you know that bro everybody is around the world trying to do a thing in it so i understand it but yeah a lot of things are not making sense today it's really hard to get you know to gauge what people are really trying to say man there was a good... Oh, where's that question? Someone said a question about how many goals, but it's gone. Let me try to find that, man. That looked like a good question. It's mad because Partey was always available at Atletico. How good is this Moretti guy? think, well, he's got many gears to go up, but I think he's quite decent. Bro, I don't know your top four. I don't know. I don't know who the Premier League's top four. I think one criticism is sometimes Arsenal slowed slow down play a little too much 
hopefully we do better. Where's that question gonna? Um, whoever said that, my bad, but I don't even know what you asked. But it looked like a good question about how many goals I didn't see the rest. It's peak, man. It's peak, it's peak, it's peak, it's peak, it's peak. Don't forget, people, straight after this, I say straight after, I'm slightly lying to you lot. Uh, 20 past one, 10 minutes before kickoff, Arsenal women are playing against Spurs women, man. Big up yourself, George. And again, if part A is injured, we need to ask first and foremost. I don't, I think sometimes the players have to be smart. It annoys me when people say footballers don't care because they'll always try and play. They want to be part and play their part for the team, for the cause. Sometimes that can be at a disadvantage because it's not that they're not being honest, but they might know in their heart that they're probably not ready to return, you know, and they're telling the physios they are and then there's setbacks. And I think we've seen that. Sometimes we've been a bit naive and rushed players back. We've seen that with Partey in previous years more so. We've seen that with Tommy Asu. That's why I kind of like Ben White's form um, and are kind of taking his time with to, to reintroduce Tommy Asu to the point where Tommy Asu is doing interviews and saying, obviously, I'm frustrated about in a nice way that I'm not playing, in it. Who do you think is the better between Sterling and Jesus? Well, Jesus Brazilian and plays for Arsenal, isn't it? So, <laughs> bias in, 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 in all of that. Partey is like Thiago at my club, bro. Glass Cannon, you just know an injury is coming up, unfortunately. The only tickets available are the WSL games for the next two months. We sold out time and time again. Crazy. I hear that, man. Let's start looking at what some of the tabloids are saying, people. Big up you lot. Smash the like button if you haven't. Love the talking points. Keep them coming. I hear you blocked. I'm Ben Arteta Goldman. Don't know why Twitch did that, you know. Might have some crazy opinions, but he didn't. He don't deserve that. Part Tommy Asu pulled out the Japan squad. I now feel we needed that mature winger just to push Sakura Martin at least so they have a mature figure. I just think, as much as we're doing the youngster thing, we need to achieve stuff over this 38 game calendar. That's why I kind of want. Obviously, you want everyone that's got potential and things, but I kind of want a number eight or two and a six that have been there, done it, wore the t-shirt. Kind of like how, if we could, you know, I like that we got Ben White, Gabriel Saliba, Tommy Asu. All of them can play there, but. If you've got a centre back that's probably left of these guys, maybe late to uh, mid uh, mid mid twenties, that knows how to defend. Not saying these lot don't, but knows how to defend. They've gone through all of that sort of stuff. DG, when Richarlison lifts the World Cup, you celebrate in Brazil, of course. It's times like this where I think we should have kept Torreira for depth. We could have dealt with it, but Torreira didn't want to stay in it. Arsenal are shocking, shocking fans. There's your 30 seconds of fame, Norman. You know, show that to your mother. There you have it, mate. Don't know what he's saying, but fair enough, my guy. Big up yourself, Omar. But yeah, anyways, let's see what the tabloids are saying, people. Now, first things first, you know, it all depends where you read. But again, and again, with party, it's always a ticking time bomb. But I don't want to scare people and anything like that. But, you know, first reports, I'm sure, over last night came. You know, I'm hearing Tommy Asu. Man said Tommy Asu. You lot stop talking about Tommy Asu to me. I'm hearing Thomas Partey has pulled out of Ghana's game against Brazil due to a knock, was in the lineup to start, but felt something during the warm-up. Not the news Arsenal fans would like to hear. What's that? Guys doing weird stuff in the chat. Fair enough. Uh, update. A member of the Black Stars medical team has confirmed to me Partey's exclusion was only precautionary. Partey felt uncomfortable around his knee and was advised to pull out. He should be ready for Tuesday's game. Now, in a nice way, didn't we? The recurring injury he has is nine times out of ten is that thigh strain. So this is his knee. So it might 
it's a new injury in it, so it might be all right, but it could be worse, really. So I don't know. Pardon me, but I'd rather you not play on Tuesday. Apparently, as well, what's happening with Partey? Charles Watts updated the thing. He said he was named in Ghana starting 11 to face Brazil on Friday night, but pulled out after feeling something wrong in his knee in the build-up, given Partey's ongoing fitness issues. And sometimes when you get a fire strain or a long-term injury, you start picking up picking up other little niggles and knocks. You can look at uh, who's the Chelsea lad. Ruben lost his cheek for that. So it does kind of make me a bit more, not happy because it's a man's health, but happy that it's a knee injury. It's not that recurring fire. But at the same time, what is it really? Um, given Partey's ongoing injuries, Arsenal fans were understandably worried after hearing the news, especially with North London derby looming next week, people. Sources close to party insist the decision to take him out of the Brazil game was purely a precaution as Ghana did not want to take any risks with their star man, especially because this is the last international break going into the World Cup. Ghana are going to need him going into the World Cup. They insist that there's nothing to worry about and that he should be fine to feature against Spurs immediately after the international break. Partey will stay with his national team for now rather than return to England early, but it's unlikely he will feature in Tuesday's game with Nicaragua. And again, hopefully he can be available to play next weekend, people. In relation to Tommy Yasu, well, Odegaard before that, people, apparently this article, Martin Odegaard is healthy and will start as the second inside runner for Norway. So this kind of alludes to the fact that he's going to be playing for Norway tonight or whenever Norway are playing. Hopefully there's no injuries because he's having an issue, people. Good thinking, Thomas. Invent some injuries to avoid playing unnecessary games, shrewd. And we might even see that with Hugo Lloris. If anything, we, you know, it's a bit bad, man. And Arsenal fans on socials would go mad. But if there was a way, you know, you kind of hide... Partey and a couple of players from them training pictures that are going to come out next week. If I was Arsenal, I'd sit there and say, Tommy Asu's injured, Partey's injured, Zinchenko's injured, Odegaard's injured, or maybe tell the truth about one. Let them, you know, try and obviously in this day and age, it's, it's, it's hard to, to, to lie about these things. But if you could somewhat lie and keep it hidden, maybe Conte will change up his plans because there might be different personnel. And then you get it. You play these guys, in it. So if I was Arsenal, if there's a way of lying a little bit, I might just... Tommy Asu has withdrawn a midway through um, Japan's, obviously, games that they've got going, people. So he won't play against, is that against Ecuador? So, yeah, he won't play against Ecuador. We'd like to inform you that defender Tommy Asu of Arsenal will be withdrawing from the Samurai Blue ahead of the Kirin Challenge Cup 2022 Ecuador national team match on the September the 27th due to club circumstances. So, yeah, Tommy Asu, we need you to stay fit. He has played during this international period for Japan. So hopefully there's some more minutes in the legs, cool off, and we go again against Spurs and all them other games there, really. I think this article is kind of saying the same thing. Tommy Asu withdrawn from Japan squad after Thomas Partey scare. Tommy Asu has withdrawn people. They've announced that they've announced the news comes after an injury scare for mid for midfielder Partey while on international duty. Uh, as you know, Tommy Asu has struggled this year with injuries. He won't play against Ecuador on Tuesday. However, there is no indication yet that the 23-year-old has suffered another fitness problem. The Japanese FA instead instead claims the decision has been made due to club circumstances. So maybe Arsenal had an indirect agreement and he played in the 2-0 win over America where Matt Turner also played. And apparently Matt Turner, for some of you, what some of you Americans are saying, he was probably the only positive from an American perspective in that. So, yeah, man, hopefully Tommy Asu, Odegaard, Partey, these guys are able to remain fit. We've already seen this. Arsenal have opened talks with Eitrek Frankfurt over £17 million move for winger Limstrong. Obviously, we're looking to bring the 22-year-old in in January and he would be quite price effective if it means we can get another midfielder. We've seen this, you know, we've seen his name more so than others. 
Don't know if you lot believe it. I certainly don't. But Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta targets 101 million Juventus double transfer swoop. Reports in Italy suggest Arsenal could be looking to spend big in January for Mikel Arteta. And again, for me, whether it's been Locatelli, Xhaka going abroad over there, uh, Torreira, Milinkovic-Savic, Vlahovic, ironically, the first time we was linked with him. I don't really trust any transfer news related to Arsenal coming out of Italy. But fair enough, people. I would love Vlahovic and Miretti for the squad, especially Miretti, but you can't see it happening, especially 101 million, really. For Moretti, who is a young midfielder that's going all the way, developing, but he's not been there, done it, and wore the T-shirt, and he's not exactly directly what we need. Vlahovic, I'm having him in the squad, but, you know, we've just committed Eddie to a new deal. We've got we've got Jesus, and there was talk around a winger. I can't see us spending 101 million, and then it all depends. If you got, if you was to get Limstrong for 17 million, that's calm, but would, are we going to spend that in January? I don't know, but there's shock reports in Italy claim Arsenal are preparing a 101 million double sweep for Juventus duo Vlahovic and Moretti. The Gunners are set to enter the next phase of their rebuild in January when they are expected to target more quality reserve to pad out Mikel Arteta's squad. So, yeah, as we know, there's de depth and issue. Arteta is under no illusions that the Gunners will need a lot more if they are to go to distance. According to this outlet, Juventus pair Vlahovic and Moretti are on Arsenal's lips, people. We obviously tried to buy Vlahovic when he was at Fiorentina. We've tracked Moretti for a while, people. You know, we we was actually linked with him in like 2019, 2020. Nothing else of note, apart from the fact that, you know, Juventus's financial situation appears quite volatile. And obviously, it's just a madness going on at their club. So, yeah, I don't believe any of this. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. They've won two of the last seven. Even if they did want to sell them, if you were Vlahovic, you, this is your first full season and Moretti's just got in their first team. Why would you leave? Because Allegri could get the sack. The next manager might 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 utilize you lot even more. So yeah, if you believe it, fair enough, people. But yeah, man, it is what it is. I don't know. If you go back to the interview Vlahovic um, did um, to explain picking Juventus over Arsenal, maybe my agent knows about Arsenal's offer, but I never talked to anyone about it. I had just one club in my mind because Juventus is Juventus. There's nothing else to say, and now I feel honored to be given this jersey. It's incredibly. It's incredible, sorry, every time I put it on. So would you give up on it already? I don't know. With one minute, it's Locatelli, then it's Moretti and obviously Vlahovic. So I'd like half of these players, but yeah. He said, I definitely identify with their DNA. The Juventus personality coincides with my personality. When you come here, you never give up. You fight all the time. You make sacrifices. This is definitely what I was looking for. So do you really believe that? And again, we're in England. In England, there's nothing to suggest Arsenal are set to explore moves for Vlahovic or Moretti. So I don't know, people, but bring them if you can. It seems like BS, people. Again, 442 saying the same things, people. So I don't know if you believe any of this. But crazier things have happened, but you have to be really optimistic to believe this. Yesterday, and we've seen this already, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea are all... Reportedly interested in Villarreal winger Alex Bueno and could pick up the 21-year-old on a bargain given his release clause of 30 million. So, yeah, he had a good loan spell last year at Genoa and he's looking to build on that, people. So, yeah, he's been linked with all them clubs. And we'll have to see. Arsenal set to smash WSL attendance record in Derby against Spurs. More than 51,000 tickets have been sold, people. Arsenal have committed to playing six games at the Emirates and we will be doing a watch-along for that. You know, we're, hopefully we're part of history. It is, isn't it? It is. How much do they want to buy Vlahovic for? Not a clue, man, but it's just BS, man. There's no point entertaining it, really and truly. Like, there's zero percent need to entertain that. The best news you can see is that Partey's 
injury is more just a precaution than anything. And hopefully, part A, don't play on Tuesday. Stay fit, do your thing. Wenger's claim we can win the Premier League, people, which let's just keep working, people, and see what happens there. What's this? Matt Turner earned praise as perhaps the only positive from the United States' latest international match. Big up you, really. I mean, the bar's on the floor there, but yeah, man. Apparently, Arsenal versus Spurs, £12 tickets branded too cheaply by rivals as women derby sells out. Respectfully to the women's game, you know, it's got to raise the profile, you know, and it's the international break. I think it's a good, I think it's a good business proposition. Maybe you can get in a position to raise the prices, but, you know, it's the international break. It's a chance to take the kids 12 quid in a day and age where football costs too much money, really. You know, it's a chance to take the kids and take the family out or if you haven't necessarily got finances to be going watching the Premier League. It's a chance to get to the Emirates. So, you know, is there any... Obviously, big up the North London derby and the women's game and, you know, everyone's doing their bit, but 12, £12 tickets has done its own little part to get hella tickets sold, really. So it's not really making much sense, really. Arsenal handed transfer boost as Mudrick reveals Premier League dream and wants to develop like hero Cristiano Ronaldo. Does that mean you're going to Old Trafford? I don't know. Yes, yes, it's possible to come to the Premier League. The Premier League is the best league in the world and everyone wants to play in this league. Ain't you said that before? And he, and I do like his growth mindset. He said, no, I was not aware of the debate. I appreciate it, but I must improve a lot of moments because I think I can play better. I'm only at maximum 20% of my, of, of my potential. My inspiration is Cristiano Ronaldo because of what you can do if you work hard and believe in yourself. I like the way Ronaldo plays. I see myself like that, a winger. I need more time to change my position from an 11 or 7 to 9. With time, it's possible. As you know, Liverpool, Newcastle, Arsenal, Brentford, just about everyone in Europe, according to what you read, you know, I'll be looking at Madrid. They're going to sell to the highest bidder. The more he plays, the more he's going to go up in price. The president of his current club, Shakhtar, said after Mbappe and Vinicius, he's the best player in Europe in his position. You ain't got money. You ain't getting these players, people. So it looks a myth in that regards, really. And obviously, we've seen the previous Ben Jacob comments where he's spoken about how he can't, he wouldn't be able to say no to Arsenal. He's open to a move in January. He can be open to a move. We could want him to sign, but you need to agree it with the club. That's the most important thing. And really, the only thing, really and truly, if you don't agree nothing with his club, it doesn't matter what you want. As we've seen for certain players, Douglas Luiz, Telemans, Pedro Neto, etc., etc., etc. You know, we've been down this road, people. Wenger needs to pattern his his suit and, and PowerPoint presentation for the England job allow the Arsenal to now nah, man Wenger enjoy your retirement man I thought the city goalkeeper Zach something Zach Stefan was USA number one I don't know man I mean if I was Vladovic I would stay since Juventus is in the Champions League that's true hopefully they they get out of that I'm Serbian so if Arsenal get Milinkovic Savic and Vavic somehow in the next windows I'm bare hype I hear that thoughts on Dan Juma tidy little player but didn't get the hype beyond just being a good player Beyond ain't happening, to be honest. I would argue we need to spend on a six and eight. That would include another winger. No way we spend 100 million in Jan, 50, 60 more realistic. Sandro Tonali, that's who I want in, midf in midfield. Another one who they sold dreams with really and truly. He would be lit, but he's got no reason to want to leave. You know, Italians seem to, I know a couple have moved, but he doesn't want to leave. Um, he doesn't want to leave, leave AC Milan or his nation of Italy. He's going to cost a pretty penny. And from a sporting perspective, you know, what real, real need do you have to leave AC Milan? You've won the Squidetto. You're trying to win it again. It don't make sense, really. You need to buy them, man, when they're at Brestia or whatever the team name is. Because once they get to the AC Milan and stuff, unless you've got 60 to 100 million to get conversations going in football nowadays for these, man, it's dead. 
So we'll have to see, man. What do you think if we're in the latter stages of Europa, come up against a team like Inter, say the drop down, keep Turner and go, bring in Ramsdale? Bring in Ramsdale. Once it respectfully, once you get to the knockout stages, play your strongest team as possible. Obviously, you may need to rotate and things like that, but play your strongest team possible. Used to think Ben White was dead, but I rate his team solid, clean defender. I'll be real. I feel more comfortable with him on the ball at centre back than Gabriel. But if I speak, I mean, he's definitely got more expansive pass range than Gabriel. Don't think that's a criminal shot. We need a midfielder and a winger. Cool stream, DG, bruv. Cooler stream with you lot, man. You lot make the platform. Not Let's not say he died, but Gapro died after the summer. And I mean, Arsenal have been linked with midfielders of various ages and profiles. I'm I'm sure Gapro's a baller and I'm sure in 18 months I'll go sit here and go, oh, what was we thinking about? But I'm not really convinced. He looks a decent player, but it looks like already what we have in that he's a project done. Should have never let go of Banassia. Shouldn't have. And if I, forgive me if I'm wrong, Banassia. I can never spell his name. But I'm sure he's been linked with Liverpool. I mean, he's always linked with other clubs. He should have never been sold. Yeah, Liverpool and Chelsea are apparently looking at him. I'd love to bring him back to the carpet. Got a good engine, left-footed. Sometimes his passing can let him down at times, but he's a good passer. Can see why he's been linked with clubs, and I'm sure it'll be lit for him. I would not say clean and solid defender is Ben White. Clean trim, though. We should have never let go of Panacea. What other comments are there? Might be able to exploit Juventus, but not sure about Vlahovic. Dreams are being sold here. Pardon me. I don't know, man. Really don't. I just pray Arsenal sign a couple of players in Jan. I think we all do. Pardon me, sorry. I think we all do, man. I think we all do, but whether we do, I don't know, man. Sacking his competition right now kind of looks distracted. Contract talks to close. Completely disagree. I don't think he looks distracted at all. He does need competition. He does need to be rotated, but I wouldn't say Saka looks distracted by anything. And obviously, more time, you know, you're seeing it with Salah to a degree. He's got the we sort of a Bambian. A lot of the time, players get contracts or they get somewhere and they stagnate. And there is logic in it. Have they cashed out? Is their motivation gone? All of these things. A lot of the time after the World Cup, a lot of players come back, especially those that have been part of the nation that win it. And there is a drop off. But do we really sit there and think because a player, you know, because a player's got contract tools, it can and it can affect guys. But do we think Saka is thinking about his contract when he's out there for Arsenal? Why has he paid an agent? His agent's meant to dot I's and cross T's and WhatsApp him and say, yo, Arsenal are saying this. I'm going to say this. What do you want to do? Do you think Saka needs Tommy Aspect right back? Nah, not necessarily. What would be your dream signings this January? Again, I don't like dreaming because dreaming, we can't get. Dreaming is De Jong. Dreaming is Benassia. Dreaming is Tonali. Fabian Ruiz. That's dream. Pedro Neto to a degree based on the links with him. Rafinha at the time. Paqueta. That's dreaming. And other players that are better than the names I've said. So I don't know for dreaming. I don't know for realistic. What I do know is I think I want an eight that can dominate possession, which is a form of defending and split the lines and dictate the tempo of a game. What I think we need is a six that can be reliable, competent, confident and consistent and give us a certain level. That's all I know I need. Names and that I don't know. Realist dragged into the Mendy case. It's going to get real fishy by the end of this trial. I don't know, but I haven't seen anything with that. But yeah, if Mendy deserves to be under the jail, blood. England not taking White showed yesterday and Saka left wing backs. Southgate should get sacked. Big up yourself, DG Appreciative. I think Tomiyasu can break into the squad through the flanks if White or Sambi can feed Jesus more to get his 20-plus goals through the back line. I hear that. 
DJ, is it time to sell party next summer given he's unreliable? Well, you could, but you're not going to get any, bro. You're even going to get 20 million for party. He's on decent wages. He can't stay fit. He's 29. You might as well keep him. What you need to do is find someone that makes, in a nice way, party irrelevant if he's not playing or someone that can play ahead of him. You know, I'm not going to sell party, but we need to, you know, this can't, we can't be looking back all the time and say, oh, because this guy was injured, we never got to do this and that. Like, we, the same logic that sees Ben White playing right back and Zinchenko at left back now, or as options, regardless of what happens with Tommy Asmantini, needs to extend to Thomas Partey, in my opinion. Who are watching Arsenal versus Spurs, ladies, after this. Make sure you're all there for that one. Shout out to you lot of set your reminders and hit the like button on such already. Don't forget to follow on Twitch, Twitch gang. One love. We knew we needed midfielders though. And again, you sign up for certain things. I, to a degree, as much as we're waffling about this, now's not the time to even talk about transfers. We have to deal with what we've got until Jan. But there will be no hiding place if we don't have the season that we need, man. It's all long, man. We'll have to see. Any other things Arsenal related? Let me see. Well, nah, apart from that, really, doesn't seem like there is anything. Telemans is a good option, but his weak point is his defense. You know, his defending mem uh, his defensive metrics are actually a lot better. I'm taking Telemans for the squad, but I think a lot of our fact, and I do think he would get better. I do think there's resale value. I do think he looked bloody good in. Who did they play? Did they play Wells? Telemans is a bloody good player, but I don't think he's the curtain raiser that some of our fans make out. And it's not just with him. Fans do this thing of all clubs, when we're, especially Arsenal, because we, we get linked with bare players. Then it kind of hones in on just one and we put start putting players at the levels they're not. Like, respectfully, Buendia could have been lit, but you would have thought Buendia was the second coming of David Silva, Cesc Fabregas and Santi Cazola all into one based on how man started moving. We pinned everything on El Nene being fit, unfortunately, which is an L. To be honest, part of being injured before the North London derby is a pain in the back, but Spurs would be capping hard if Zinchenko breaks the lines through the intelligence. I don't know about none of that. I hear that though, man. Thoughts on Danilo? Looks like a young Don, man. I mean, he would, but Arsenal be holding an L. Partey is a bit of a flop because the man can't stay fit. The ability is there, the quality is there, but, you know, if you can't be available consistently, you can't get consistent high-level performances. With Partey, it seems he gets in the team, does very well, does very well week in, week out, get injured, have to start all over again. Come back, historically, come all the way back, get injured again. Sidemen FC versus YouTube All-Stars North London Derby. I wouldn't say that's a North London Derby. Oh, shit, I just clocked. That's good for them and them Premier League YouTubers, man. I'm watching North London Derby still. I ain't watching them and there, man. Big up all of them, but me. Shout out them Premier League YouTubers and that, but I'm going to watch football, man. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I probably will be lit, though. Shout out Speed. He's quite funny still. So, yeah, man, it is what it is in that regards, people. But don't forget, in nine minutes, I'm going live again. With that, I'm going to lock this stream off just to get that one there ready and whatnot, people. So, yeah, I'm going to love and leave you lot again. Don't miss out, people. It's Arsenal versus Spurs basically next. We will be watching that. Make sure you're all here for that one. Again, shout out to Clement in the comments and things like that. Shout out to everybody who's already waiting. So, yeah, man, it's been lit.
I'd rather just watch the ladies, man. You watched the England game yesterday. Yeah, not on the stream, but yeah, I did, man. But yeah, just because I need to go and quickly make a graphic for that people in about nine minutes and set up my other computer, I need to actually get out of here. But it's been a fantastic conversation with you lot. Fantastic talking points. You lot stay blessed, stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy your weekend. If you do not return to the channel between now and next week, I hope next week is filled with good health for you and your loved ones and where your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations are. I hope it's lit. But for now, one love. <laughs> Like,